Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteen.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 57, the show where we answer all of Light's kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine. And I'm your co-host, Fonnie ABDL. Fonnie, how are you doing? You said before the show that you've been having a very interesting day. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a good one. It's a positive day for sure. Um, I've had this sort of on and off again friendship with one person uh, for quite a while. And we mostly talk online. I've met them in person once. And uh, now it's kind of a friendship that's blossoming into something more in-depth. Sexy, if you will. Okay. Okay. I can mm-hmm. vibe with that. Yeah. And it's just, it's just talking. It's just like going through a couple of fantasies and being like, do I want this or do I want that? And like realizing that I've kind of packed a whole bunch of stuff away in the closet to like deal with it later. Mm-hmm. And now I guess now is later. I was going to say tomorrow has come from the sounds of mm-hmm. it. Very yes. fun. It's That's really exciting. Nice. Yeah. And how are you? I'm doing well. Um, I got my first round of COVID vaccination today. I got the Pfizer one. So I'll be back in three weeks to get round two. Um, Congrats. Thank you. Uh, I feel sore as hell. Like my left arm just feels like ass. But I am very happy to have the COVID juice, the Fauci ouchie inside of me. But (laughs) honestly, I am... um, for those of you that know me, you know that one of my biggest phobias is needles and uh, specifically like needles going inside of me and everything. That is literally one of my big like PTSD triggers. And I just like I sat my ass, ass down, told the nurse, give me a countdown. And it was just like in out done. And I didn't feel basically anything. So if someone with an extreme amount of trauma around needles can do it no problem that means you can too humble listener at home uh go get your shot if you can in state of ohio we just opened it up to everyone 16 and older uh soon to be hashtag everyone and then more states are rolling it out in canada i know it's a little bit different and everything um how's that going for you guys up there uh i can only really speak for my province because like I don't look at anything else. I don't want to like be let down by my province by realizing that other provinces are doing it better. Uh, It's not good. good. Uh, We're very slow right now. It's um, people in like their eighties, seventies and eighties are allowed to go get it. And uh, most of the indigenous folk are also allowed to go get it. So Mm. that's good that they were at the very front. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so we're hoping for about July for the general rollout. Ooh. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm really crossing my fingers for uh, the border to reopen because you and I have very tentative plans to make TeddyCon happen. And I'm like very, very excited. Very tentative. Um, which for those listening at home, I may or may not have sent an email to uh the leadership at TeddyCon about having a dear jazzy live officially on the schedule there thank you again to baby alexi in the chat for helping me out with that contact still waiting for a reply so if you're listening check your email we really want to get in touch and everything but (laughs) that being said hopefully that comes to fruition because that would be super fucking cool um i think that's all the major life events and like announcements for the community oh that's a lie (laughs) i have a couple of announcements for the for our uh dear jazzy and at odds with god community um soup and i and then also let's call me joe we're playing some classic world of warcraft on us pagel alliance side uh it's a pve server so if you want to hop in 
and play with us. That would be super duper fun. If we can get five guild signatures, then we can get a official Dear Jazzy guild going. And that'd be super cool. It's like a thing we can do together because we're all about server community events here. Uh, and then the other thing is that uh, Diabolical Soup is helping me out with a visual novel, as we talked about last week. And I'll be uh, sharing updates about that in our Discord server as uh, they happen and everything. Fani, you'll probably get the updates first because I know that you're just like, give me the fucking game! Because I know you're like really excited and everything. <laughs> we absolutely talked about adding you as an NPC after um, <laughs> after our last conversation on the last episode. So we're excited for that. Um, but I think that's all my announcements before we get into Patreon. Do you have anything? Uh, I think there's not too much except for hopefully we'll have a new merchandise, uh, design for you up on the shop soon with, uh, the drawing that I just did of a can of toe beans. Yes. I love that so, so much. I cannot wait to put that up on the merch store, hopefully within like the next like week or two, I think. Mm-hmm. awesome yeah we're still deciding like what products we want to put that on and everything but it's literally like the bushes baked beans fronts but it's all like but instead of beans it's like jasmine's like the characters paused with little toe beans it's uh, it's so cute Fondi really outdid herself on this one. <laughs> it's one of the few bean memes I actually like from this server. <laughs> Although I do yes. sign off on all of them. This one is by far my favorite. Okay. So that being said, let's get into these shout outs uh, coming in at the $1 vanilla tier, which gets you a username shout out. We have Fluffy Nate, Goss Cheeks, Raystar, Red Panda Nobby, and Tone Cluster. In the $5 Kingster tier, which gets you a shout out as well as some monthly nudie picks from me, AB Michael, Bliss Bunny, Briah, Casa, Juicebox, Maxi Skywalker, and the Sterling family. In the $10 Fascist tier, which gets you all the below, including a uh, extended shout out up to a sentence, and then a monthly video. Uh, from me, we have Ishi, let's call me Joe, who says shout out to all the badass women with their bold nude haircuts. Thank you. Uh, Lucy, who writes, if you feel under a lot of pressure, just remember that coal under pressure becomes a diamond, which I think is really fucking cute. And Scotia in the $15 center tier, which gets you all of the below, including some co-director fun times on the monthly porn videos. We have Co, who writes shout outs to the person that's going to turn me into a little stuffed animal kitten, which is a precious mental image and soup. And then in the $20 Deviant tier, which gets your name written on me for all the content that I produce, uh, we have Daddy Gray, Jamie Bell, who writes Dear Jazzy, the official podcast of Baked Beans, Joe, and Slucky, who writes, hey, everyone, uh, uh, you're cute, end quote. And it's, yeah, no, that one was really fucking cute. Uh, Mm. That being said... We are an advice show and we answer questions on said advice show. Shall we begin answering advice questions on the advice show, Fani? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's do it. Uh, do you want to take the first one? Yeah, of course. Awesome. All right. Uh, I just got to remind myself of who people actually are. Because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I know this person... Uh, but their name here is different. I suppose I can just go by the nickname that they've got up. Um, this is username Pacified Pisces, uh, pronouns he, they, uh, who says, Dear, dear Jazzy Crew, any tips on how to get a fussy little to bed or to sleep? Uh, from Fluffy Mate, currently t- talking to my little one off the phone. Cute. Um, hmm. I guess like the fussiness comes from not wanting to go to bed and everything and i can totally get that because it's just like no there are more things that i want to do during the day and everything and it can be really hard to like get into um the vibe of it oh i see daddy just joined uh the episode what's going on um so don't worry i'll keep her in line oh gosh (laughs) (laughs) so when it comes to just like when I'm feeling fussy and I don't want to go to bed, what daddy will do is just like, give me like 
the soft eyes, you know what I mean? And just be like, sweetie, you don't want to come to bed with daddy? Your stuffies miss you and Blinky misses you too. And just like destroys me. And it just like, no, <laughs> because, you know, I don't want to leave any of those people feeling, uh, feeling neglected. Um, also daddy's coming in, uh, with his shout out. I just missed it. Uh, he says his shout out is Jazzy is my little brownie bottom Sunday, which is fucking wholesome. Um, Aww. yeah. So he hits me with like the soft voice and everything. Um, that's one of the things that he does that absolutely gets me weak. And then also, I think I talked about this on the show before, but um, what's called, quote, bottle potions. Uh, there is a Tumblr post that went around that's a lot of like milk based recipes that you can put like honey and sugar in and like lavender, a bunch of really good tasting, like sweet stuff that you can drink cold or warm. And that totally, like, puts you, like, in that, like, soft, like, quiet, like, sleepy time headspace and everything. Um, obviously, it's it's best to, like, brush your teeth afterwards because, you know, sugar. And it's bad to leave that on your teeth for too long. But that can be a real treat uh, going to bed and everything. So those are, like, my suggestions. Uh, definitely try enticing a little with their security objects. That always works for me. Uh, what do you think, Fonny? Uh, yeah, I second all of your suggestions. Um, and I think there's, there's, it's going to be a difference between like having an IRL relationship versus having like a long distance relationship for trying to get your little to sleep. Uh, obviously it's way harder if you're in a long distance relationship to like convince someone that it's time for bed. Mm -hmm. Um, but like asking them to show you that they have their stuffy or asking them to show you that they have like a chamomile tea or some warm milkies in their bottle or something um, is something that you could do to like get them in the mindset for bedtime. Uh, asking you to show them or asking them to show you that like they're brushing their teeth and putting on their pajamas and um, just kind of like winding down for the night. Um, and then like giving them a little task, like, read one chapter of your book and then go to bed. Um, it's something that you could do. It's just like those little calming routine-y things uh, that generally like help me get in the mindset for bed. Mm -hmm. One thing that I've definitely seen a lot more of um, during the pandemic is um, a lot more people have been doing um, like FaceTime sleepovers or like discord sleepovers with cameras on so it can kind of like bridge the gap and i think that is one of the cutest ideas ever i've done a couple of those in my time and they're like so cute obviously keep it on wi-fi not data because that's like an eight all <laughs> eight hour call you're talking about but um if you can make that happen it is really really fun and really really effective mm -hmm. so yeah Oh, wait, thank you. Uh, that's all I got on that one. Shall we go to the next question? For sure. All right. This is from Skywalker Ranch. Pronouns he, him, who writes, uh, Dear Jazzer Nutter and Fawny Buzzer. <laughs> Those are some new ones. <laughs> so, oh, God, this is cursed. So my Simmy Wimmy from Pop Pop Biden just hit gods. What ABDL slash kink items should I spend some of it on? I'm looking for an ideal fit with maximum drip uh, parens with no leaks. That was a funny pun. Uh, thanks in advance. Uh, Skywalker Ranch hiding in Bush's baked beans. Okay. Please never refer to Biden as Pop Pop or Daddy ever again. Okay, what about Papa? Papa Biden. Papa Biden sounds pretty decent. That doesn't sound too bad because it sounds like it could be like a pizza place. It sounds like it could be something else that isn't like the president. But Pop Pop or Daddy <laughs> Biden sounds like a little. I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> but uh, okay, yeah. Papa Biden sounds pretty decent. What do you think about the questioner about Papa Biden? <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> All, All of right, the above. Uh I've been referring to him in my head as Papa Biden ever since I saw this question whenever it was posted <laughs> about sure. 12 days ago. 
so that's fun. That's been a fun thought to just like focus on every once in a while. Like, has it Biden? Has it been? <laughs> it's like having a song stuck in your head. Not fun. Oh god. Oh, that's so bad. Yeah. Uh, but as for the question itself, uh, you're asking me for fashion advice and like ADL and kink items. Um, I was going to say, this is all ooh. you. Oh, gosh. So the stimulus is what? 1200 bucks? Uh, yeah. 1200 smackers? 1200 uh, smackaroonies. And then the second one was 600. The third one was 14. Okay. Right. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's 3200 total. I mean, it's not a lot of money because, like, rent and right. life costs. And this also... is also assuming that you have d- the disposable income available to where you are able to freely use all of these dollars. And they're not going to, uh, like, rent or food or taking care of people or et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I'm just going to assume that, like, all of this can be spent on maybe. Or, no, uh, Skywalker says uh, some so we're just going to use like about $800 maybe. Sure. Uh, I would say buy colorful shoes, a mm-hmm. really good pair of colorful shoes. Uh, more specifically, like really cute Velcro shoes mm-hmm. could be a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. Getting yourself some overalls, uh, some nice pairs of overalls with some really cute, like printed shirts to go under them. Uh, hopefully from like onesies down under or, um, what are some other really good stores that I've that Little I Kink like? Boutique. Yes, Little Kink Boutique is also really good. Uh, hmm. Couple of bags of uh, ABU bunny hops. And good choice. Only bunny hops because they're the best. And I mean, like, that's not like a, a personal preference or anything. No, it's it's totally objective. Bunny <gasps> totally hops unbiased. Totally, yeah. totally unbiased. Yeah. And they're not similar to anything else. So it's not like you could just say that another product is just as good. Bunny hops. Only. Only. Get yourself some new pacifiers and some clips. Get some pacifier clips so that you don't lose the new ones. I'm not speaking from personal experience there or anything. It stares into the void. <laughs> Simple plan uh, just starts blasting in the background. How could this happen to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally me. Yeah. And uh, a nice jacket. A nice new jacket. Because jackets are expensive. They are. And good ones cost a lot of money. And they're versatile. You can use mm-hmm. them practically and also as part of your outfit. Yeah. And ones with big snack pockets. Yes. Uh, ideally a really big hoodie with floppy sleeves and a big like mm. pocket right there. Uh, that's what we call a quote boyfriend shirt. If it's like way too big for you and everything, it's like, Oh yes. Yeah. Peak little vibes. I'm kind of like wearing kind of sort of one right now. This is my NASA shirt with like the floppy sleeves and everything. But, um, but yeah, no, I definitely agree with all those. Any others coming off the top of your head? Uh, the Tykeables pants. Those yes. Tykeables pants are super friggin' cute. They are. With like the snaps up the legs. I've heard that they're also pretty comfortable and incognito. That's what I've heard as well. Hmm. Uh, Maya in the chat says the only fun thing I'm getting is a 40k model from Forge World, which is fucking dope uh for those not familiar forge world is like the the short run super custom like exclusive resin only version of warhammer 40k um so they make like super cool models that you don't usually get otherwise and they're a lot more expensive as a result but very very cool Mm -hmm. stuff um for me i i will echo a lot of what you said um Specifically with the shoes, though, uh, the Converse website allows you to do customized shoes for a lot of stuff. And especially around Pride Month, they have some very, very colorful and very loud and sparkly patterns. And I love them. Uh, So every Pride Month, 
custom Converse are absolutely a thing. Uh, so if you can save a bit of that stimmy money for that, totally. Uh, I would also say possibly a pair of Heelys. That would be oh, yes. hashtag the dope. Or uh, adult size light up sneakers would also be really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it comes to like little wear, a lot of people know that I'm not like super duper hyper femme and I like a lot more just kind of like andro stuff so i'm really big on short alls and everything um not only can you get them at onesies down under or looking boutique which you should absolutely support those two first because they are in our community and they're a small business and they're amazing but also if you want something that's like readily available or you can't order things online for whatever reason hot topic has a metric fuck ton <laughs> of short alls and one of my friends works at hot topic and we joke about how their marketing team has to know that we exist because so much other stuff is directly catered to us like they legit have stuff that says like daddy on it and it's like oh gods this is a little bit too close to home but i do have some of their short alls and i love them funny i see you doing the little finger dance there you have the floor I just have some hot thoughts about like them knowing about us specifically and marketing specifically to us. Cause, uh, I, I browse Instagram a lot, mm-hmm. like a little too much. Like anytime I get like an extra minute where I'm like, I need simulation right now it's Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get to see like what the kids are into. Uh, and it's a lot of like DDLG adjacent stuff where mm-hmm. it's kind of a mix of like, I like Japanese fashion and the internet and therefore I'm going to get into like sort of e-girl clothing, just like generally kawaii sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, so like all the, the sort of daddy and uh, short all and like really cutesy stuff just seems to be like the Western intersection of kawaii fashion mixed with internet mixed with uh like Melanie Martinez and like all the sort of like uh, celebrities kind of bringing around cutesy stuff. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of like being mishmashed. And so Hot Topic kind of sees like what the kids are into on Instagram, of course, Obviously. and starts producing that stuff to make money on it. And we in the ABDL community just kind of like look at that and go, huh, well, we can use this too. Yeah, no, I definitely like look at it and be like, hmm, this is convenient. But also, yeah. every time I see a 15-year-old walking around with the word daddy plaster across them, a part of me dies inside. Because I'm like, this is yucky. This is really yeah. yucky. And that's kind yeah. of what, you know, what Hot Topic doing that really enables. But also, um, I feel like Hot Topic isn't too, too, too popular with hashtag the youths as much as it used to be with our generation, which, you know, might be for the best because they don't sell trip pants anymore. So fuck them. But also (laughs) personal vendetta aside, um, it definitely uh, feels bad seeing them sell such material to minors and everything. And I'm not sure if they know what it is. I'm not sure if the minors know what it is or if they do, it could be, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's it, it's it's definitely like fuzzy and like gray area in a way. What do you think? Yeah, it's also a little little touch of a little sprinkle of capitalism getting in there and saying, well, I mean, if they don't want it, then they just won't buy it. Oh, yeah, it's definitely it definitely <laughs> reeks of like the same thing as like rainbow capitalism or black capitalism. It's just like, oh, this is what the people want. Oh, we're going to change our profile picture to a pride flag. And then like, nope, right back. PNC banking. Boring. We were gay yep. for a month and now we're not. And so it definitely reads as hot top. Being, Look, we're baby. Haha. <laughs> Hashtag I'm baby. And now we're not. So I'm definitely kind of waiting to see like where the tides turn in terms of trends and everything. We'll 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 see how that works out. Um, I think I think we're gonna stay in the whole comfortable trend for quite a while uh, with stuff like Animal Crossing and uh, just like the, the whole ooh ooh finger touching meme just still going strong. Ooh 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 ooh. I hope we stay in this for a while, specifically mm-hmm. because you know we're just coming out 
of we can see the light at the end of the tunnel for the pandemic. It's still going on. Don't get it twisted. But like as we come out of it, I really hope things like working from home and a lot of the other stuff still stays the norm so we can continue to normalize working from home, having pajama bottoms and like being comfortable in what you do. I really hope that we can keep that. All right. Uh, I'm all done with that question. I've, I've listed all the things that I would definitely put money into if I had Papa Biden's Timmy bucks. Indeed. The only other thing I would say is like, if you really want to flex, go for that crib. You know, you want it. Just do it. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm so fucking excited. We're buying a house pretty soon here and we're going to be setting aside a room for a nursery and it's going to have a crib and it's going to be great. I'm totally not jealous. Nope. Oh, you're totally invited. (laughs) (laughs) Be jealous no more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Fani, next one is for you. Excellent. All right, this one is from Anna, uh, pronouns she, they, uh, who asks, Hello, Jazzy and Co. Twofold questions since I ask them so rarely. Uh, Firstly, favorite milk flavorings? Bonus question for your thoughts on white chocolate milk. And since y'all seem like you have very good taste in ladies, if you want a cute game to play full of cute girls that's way less predatory than, than... say fate go try arknights i can provide evidence of just how good the girls are in it in it in advance if you'd like to uh from anna queen of the clown succubi this is a really good one uh actually if you look through the know my channel for general there is a whole bunch of screen grabs from arknights and i had not seen uh the girls from arknights before but looking at it i'm just like oh uh uh-oh Oh no, they're hot. And yeah. you're yeah, totally okay. Now. It did not read like an ad. It, w- it would be an ad if it was like Raid Shadow Legends, the number one MMORPG <laughs> in the West, NordVPN. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at these girls now and, uh, ooh. Wow. Oh, yeah. One of them has a crocodile ooh. tail and is it, it, it's precious. Aww. All right, but milk flavorings. What do you think, Jazzy? You start this one off. Okay. So when I was in high school, we had a Nesquik vending machine. And I do understand how rare they are because apparently no one else had one. But we had it and they had standard milk, which is just milk, but in a Nesquik wrapper. And I don't understand why anyone would buy that. And then they had like chocolate, dark chocolate, and strawberry. And I was like, I had never mm-hmm. had strawberry flavored milk before. So during lunch, I get up from my nerd table. I get up from my game of Magic the Gathering. I go over and, and I get the strawberry milk. And at first, like the initial taste is like Pepto-Bismol. But then the secondary taste is like strawberry and sugar. And it goes down. It's like, mm, that was yummy and creamy. So as soon as I can get past like the immediate taste of Pepto, which is not bad, mind you. It's just like, huh that's Pepto. And then I could just get to the rest of it. It's so fucking good. And for the rest of the year, I just drank Pep, uh, not Pepto-Bismol, strawberry Nesquik. There it is. There it is in uh, the chat. Thank you for coming in clutch with that JPEG. Um, and it says thick and creamy. It is thick and creamy, which usually I hate thick and creamy milk, but that is the one exception. When it comes to my chocolate milk, I actually vastly prefer mixing my own. We get the giant uh, cartons of the Nesquik powder and I just stir it up myself because that keeps it like thin and drinkable. Joe also agreeing with me. The powder version is better. I agree. Um, Just because I feel like serve, it gets it too thick. It's like eggnog. And at that point, it's like snot. And I just I fucking hate eggnog because it's so thick and gross. Uh, I don't want to be chewing my liquids unless it's cum, but that's, you know, that's a different story. But with Nesquik. Oh, Jazzy. <laughs> what? Am you didn't have to say it, but you did. But I did. Do, do you realize what show we're currently speaking on right now? What? Yeah, the show where I can tease you if I want to. Fuck. Uh, anyways. <laughs> anyways. Uh, besides my favorite milk flavor being cum, I would definitely say that my favorite milk flavor 
is uh, Nesquik chocolate, um, second only to 2% milk. Um, 2% is the best uh, variety of milk, and I will not take constructive criticism. Uh, I can also be swayed towards almond milk because for the past few days we've been out of milk. So I've been putting that in my cocoa puffs for my snack and it's been really, really good. Uh, that's the tea. Fani, your turn. All right. So yeah, uh, you say you had a milk vending machine. Uh, we did too in like my last two years nice. of high school. Nice. Uh, it wasn't like the Nesquik brand. It was uh, like milk to go. Uh, huh. and the, yeah, I just, I, I vividly remember that it was the milk and then the number two and then go. That was the brand. But the brand name was like completely different in French because they had to like make it a pun in French. Right, right. And Canadian packaging has to have English and French on it. Those are our two official languages. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the name in French was Let's Go. And the name for milk in French is Late. Like L A I T, and I just I remember that so vividly. Let's go. Yeah, that's the one. Yep, you got the picture right there. Perfect. I'm just going to say, let's go. That's so fucking cute. That's a yeah. really cute pun because it's a it it's a like pun it. that bridges languages. Yeah, it was like it's a pun in English, but it's also French. Oh. Um, but as for favorite uh, milk flavor. I got that, yeah, there's the iced coffee one at the end there. Back when I was not lactose intolerant, that was that was my jam. Sad that face. iced coffee milk. I'm not going to lie. So bad. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it was it was so bad, but it was also really good. Yeah. It was like I'm 17 years old and I'm super sophisticated drinking iced coffee milk. <laughs> Look at me. I'm an adult. I'm drinking coffee water. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> coffee cow water. Coffee cow yeah. water. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely feel you on the lactose intolerant part. I am like kind of sort of like I'm able to drink a fucking glass of milk. No problem. But if I have, if I look at a piece of pizza the wrong way, my colon just like ruptures. Um, so it gets interesting every Capcom because I'm not going to go to Chicago and not get a deep dish pizza. You're not living if you don't do that. So it's just like, I want to suffer for this, but it's okay. And it's just like, oh my God, so good. When we get you to Capcom, we will find a vegan friendly deep dish pizza mark my words oh my gosh yes please i would love a vegan deep dish pizza which i'm not saying that because vegan i'm saying that because lactose intolerant people can get down with vegan stuff because it doesn't hurt us alexi says that she can help that would be greatly appreciated absolutely we should totally hang out at capcom by the way alexi that'd be super fun um but that that's my tea on milk flavors. Do we have anything else to talk about on this episode? This question, uh, I I don't think so. It's just like I just vividly remember. Apparently, they've changed the Nesquik bottles from rabbits to just being plain. They have, yeah. Yeah, uh, don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Um, okay. This next question is from Sissy Danny, pronouns she, her. Dear Jazzy and Funny, how do you deal with someone so toxic that they make you that they made you question your own life choices? Uh, I have since shrugged it off, but a part of my brain still lingers on what they said. Thanks as always. Love Danny. Very lonely and depressed kitten and then sad face. Um, hmm. I'm going to let you take this one because you messaged me a couple times and and I, I know that you really want to get into this question so i'm going to let you take this one first yeah i was kind of wondering about the the context behind this one mostly mm-hmm. so that i could like speak directly to the situation um because you know there's there's nuances in everything and right. it would be nice to know like what what happened uh how long was it happening um was it someone who's close to you or was it someone who you know, you can just like block them and move on. Um, mm-hmm. But either way, 
it sucks that that happened to you. And I'm really sorry, Danny. Um, it's, it's hard to like deal with people who you trusted or deal with people who you looked up to and enjoyed. Um, just like realizing that they haven't been as nice as you thought they were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Like, um, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, it just it makes you feel a little, little unstable, a little crazy to kind of realize and be like, oh, man, was I an idiot this entire time for like letting this person into my life? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no good no, feelings. definitely. And it's definitely one of those things where it's like where someone says something and then they exit stage left and then you're not able to like like refute or come back and it's just like the finality of it almost makes it way worse um there's definitely some times like in uh, my last relationship where it was just like things were said where it made me question like hey am i the abusive one obviously the answer to that is no but it took a lot of therapy to realize that it wasn't a mutual thing it was a thing that was happening to me and i think you know what what this speaks to is like a lot of people who are very like empathetic and sensitive and in touch with their feelings which is a very good thing it's something we encourage on the show when someone can like twist the knife like they did with you it can really hurt and leave a lasting wound and i think like part of it is not only learning to heal from the words but first learn to heal from the person and then when you kind of like achieve that you're able to more effectively kind of rid yourself of those words and at the end of the day people say mean things to you and about you not because you have a problem but because they have a problem with you and that's like what it is at the end of the day like people feel the need to speak up and voice an opinion about you because they have a personal problem keyword they and personal and problem that's a them thing that's not a you thing um from what from all my interactions with you you've been nothing but just pleasant and beautiful and friendly etc so i can only imagine what they said was really heinous and awful. And I'm sorry that that is something that you're going through right now. If you want to um, expand upon the context, um, I'm sorry I didn't message you earlier. The past uh, week has just been absolutely nuts and everything. But um, if you want to get in touch with me and Fani, don't be afraid to drop us a DM. We're always here to listen. Um, And I'm sorry that this is a thing you're going through. And I hope that you're not um, too, too hard on yourself because you know you don't deserve that you deserve to feel beautiful and loved for exactly who you are and everything i'm going to talking stick here yeah um i don't know if i've got like too much else to add other than like maybe some things that you could do um if you do think that someone is just being mean to you or using you or um is just like they're not beneficial to have around anymore like they're just kind of that sort of soul sucking sort of person where you kind of dread opening that conversation online or you kind of dread like going over to their house or hanging out with them. Uh, yeah, life goes on. It gets easier in time once you kind of cut them off and set up your boundary and say, nope, no more. Uh, you'll often find yourself thinking about them again and being like, well, what if, what if they got better? What if, but you don't need to get them back in your life you don't need to like make any more room for them they've already shown you what they can do and they've already hurt you so like just leave them they don't deserve you truly i'm sorry that i cracked my neck super fucking loud i'm not sure if it came up on the mic but i was really hoping it'd be quieter than that i just like crunched my whole like upper spinal column directly into the mic sounded relieving Oh, thank you. Uh, we're a very yeah. professional show, don't you know? <laughs> uh, That's that, the ASMR. Uh, it, truly, you know, 
I I have dead ass given thought about like if I make an ASMR channel, what a, what 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 do I do if it takes off and it's just like my bones cracking for an hour? Um, that's all I got on this question. Do you have anything else to add? No, I I think I'm good. Um, and I'd love to to talk to Danny sometime, just kind of off to the side, just you and me. Indeed. Okay. Uh, with that being said, uh, let's see, am I reading the next one or are you? Oh, wait, uh, I think you're reading the next one. Yeah. Okay. This is mine. Uh, it is from Ishii, uh, pronouns he, him, who asks, uh, hi, mud puppy and co. My little who is otherwise fine with messing has a hard time doing it around me. She has done it plenty before with her other partner who changes her. They're not an ABDL, but accepting of it. Uh, she has a hard, harder time since I'm also ABDL and I interact with it more, like knee bounces or squishes and stuff. How do I help ease her into it since she really wants to do it in front of me but always gets too shy? You know, um, I had this problem with my partner for a very, very long time. Um, and, and I actually still am. I actually am very much still very, very shy um, around him. And he really has to like... Uh, like encourage me and all that stuff and I have to be like in the right frame of mind and everything even though I'm not the one that's like you know handling the situation if you catch my drift um even though I'm not the one I in my mind I'm thinking like oh my god I'm making him do the dirty work pun intended and I think like the problem where it comes from is not only is it something that's like very, very embarrassing and deeply personal, like it's literally one of, you know, your bodily functions. So not only that, but also like there's the big stigma around it and then it can be like not so great on the nose and everything. And people will, people outside the community kind of, kind of give it like a weird glance, like, are you really doing that right now? So it's for me, it's definitely a combination of like the stigma and then like the sensory experience. But there are definitely times where daddy has me in just like that right space. And it's like a good stem. And it's like that bonding moment where it's just like, I did a thing and he's making it better. And then there's like a bonding experience there. And like, a big part of that is like building like the trust and everything. So I definitely think that um, one of the biggest uh, things that can help you with this is no matter how much you two already trust each other, no matter what the trust level already is, it can always be more. And that's something I've learned from being in relationships is that there can always be more trust established um, there's no maximum on that. So maybe try to do some exercises with your little in that regard and, you know, see where it goes from there and just constantly reassure like, Hey, if this is something you want to do that I'm totally open to it. And just like kind of like reaffirming that and just letting it happen in her own time and everything. I think that's like a really big thing is that daddy is usually always down to help facilitate it. But he also knows to, like, make that available to me, but also, like, respect, like, my timing and everything. He's really, really good about that. Um, it's totally different for me doing it solo versus knowing someone else is going to clean it up. Because it's just, like, if it's me, it's just, like, I'm not putting this burden on anyone else. So I can just, like, I can, like, take care of myself and, you know, I have my fun and whatever. But, um if I know that someone else is going to be cleaning me, then it's just like, Ooh, do I really want to do this? Because what if this is like a whole situation and they're about to walk into like Chernobyl? Like, I don't want <laughs> to like put that on anyone, you know, like it would make me feel really bad and like embarrassed and everything. But I guess that can like add to the experience in, in a way, or like it can, you know, it could be a potential positive, but that's my take on it. Uh, I'm going to talking stick right here. For sure. Um, I just have like a little short thought about this where um, something that you could do it like, because it sounds like she does 
like to do that. Uh, and there's the potential for her liking to do that with you as well is to set up, set it up like a BDSM scene where you like talk about what's going to happen before you actually go into it Mm. and start small. Say, yeah, I'm going to do the exact same thing that your other person does. Um, I'm going to do the same thing that your other partner does where you make the mess and then I just clean you. That's it. That's all we do. And just build up that trust that like she can trust that you're not going to make it weird or humiliate her or embarrass her, like do things that she's not ready for. Um, and like build that trust that like you've asked for this, you know what you're getting into and that she can trust you to just like get the job done. Mm-hmm. And then maybe build up from there and say, okay, that was fun. Can I try one more thing? Right. And then just like build that up over time and everything. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I think I'm actually going to take that nugget and bring that into my relationship, actually, because I would definitely love to be less shy about it. But, you know, it, it's a buildup and, and and it's hard and everything. Mm-hmm. Joe says, good job, Bonnie, in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> That's precious. Sometimes uh, I'm a smart cookie. You're always a smart cookie. Let's be real. Oh, Let's get that right, right off the bat. Uh, oh, thanks. Yes. Are we ready to go into the next question? Yeah, of course. And it is your turn to read. Yes, it is. This is from Disco Service Fox Pronouns. She, her. Dear most adult Jasmine and peak of maturity fawn. That's rich. (laughs) Calling me an adult. Um, Easy one. I thought you were making fun of me for a second. And I was like, how dare you? (laughs) No, I'm in no position to make fun of anyone but myself. Let's get that straight. (laughs) My nickname is Mud Puppy. (laughs) Who do I have below me that I can punch down on? (laughs) So, uh, dear most adult Jasmine and peak of maturity fun. Easy one and maybe asked before, but I'm curious. Uh, what little snack, candy, or drink really puts you in little space and slash or hits that nostalgia button for you? Uh, for me, in both little and pet space, it is uh, any kind of gummy candy used as a treat, especially sour ones, parents, Sour Patch Kids. Thanks. Much love, DJ Gang from Disco with the sparkliest heart emote I have ever seen. That's really cute. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you do uh, this one first. Yeah, uh, one thing came to mind immediately, and apparently it's rare because I haven't seen it at, like, any store that carries gummy candies. No Walmart, no Superstore, no Dollar Store, nothing. Uh, It's shoestring licorice. Huh. Shoestring licorice. I'm going to drop a a photo uh, of what it looks like in in the chat here, but I used to go out with with my pet pair for for errands because he raised me whenever I was, like, starting elementary school. Mm-hmm. Um, when mom had a full-time day job. So we used to uh, go out. Uh, he would go pick up his, his whiskey and take me to the store, and I would pick up my shoestring licorice. I always really liked the purple one. And if I could find it again, I'd be super happy because it just it smashes that nostalgia button. Mm-hmm. One for me is um it's also a candy which i do not usually like like candy like big corporate ones but just like small batch like homemade candy and everything that you can buy usually homemade in like those clear plastic containers and they have the individual like item weight on it you know what i mean yes Um, my favorite one is non-pareils which are the little discs of chocolate with the white sprinkles on them and they're usually oh, yeah. so cute. They're usually made with dark chocolate, which I love dark chocolate because of how bitter it is with the sprinkles. And it's just like most satisfying snap ever for someone who's like extremely sensory and like tactile. That is like such a good stem on my tongue and also just tastes so good. And um, the story behind that is when I was an actual child, um, the only place where my parents could a afford and b handle taking me and my sister was Bob Evans. And they had all like the little like quote unquote, like farmhouse candies, like the old style candies up at the front 
and nonpareils were absolutely my favorite and they still are to this day. Um, when it comes to like other like snacks and, and drinks, definitely the bottle potions, like we were talking about earlier, but when it comes to like a meal, nothing beats just like asking your caregiver for a happy meal because it's the perfect amount of food. It's just like four little nuggets, a tiny little pocket protector, fries and a go-gurt and Pokemon cards and uh, chocolate yeah. milk. That's the perfect amount of food. Like, calorie wise and also like just enough to fill me up and it's just it comes in a box and it's perfect and i love it um other than that like little hand snacks i love teddy grams we've talked about teddy grams before being awesome uh i want to turn it back over to you oh goodness uh i think whenever i'm like trying to think of nostalgic candies it's just it's always the shoestring licorice because I, i just want to find it and I want to eat it. Um, but I also kind of want to talk about like one weird candy that I know of that like kind of hits that very homey feeling for me. Yeah. Uh, it's barley toys. Barley Have you ever toys. heard of barley toys? I've never heard of it. Can you spell that out for me? Uh, it's barley, like the, the cereal malt, uh, B-A-R-L-E-Y. Okay. And then just toys. Um they're clear, colorful candies that uh, are like an East Coast treat. I've seen these before. Yeah, they're so good. They're just sugar on a stick. I was going to say, this literally just like looks like resin-casted sugar. Yep. This is so yeah. cool. And they're they're like an old-timey thing. Like, they've been around for, uh, like, since Victorian times. So... Getting on 200 years. I love old candy so much. Mm -hmm. So they knew what they were doing. They really did. And it's just like, oh, why are you eating old candy? There's new candy. It's just like, well, the Mars Corporation tastes like shit. Everything they make tastes bad. And everything that's that's homemade and old tastes awesome. Yeah, especially um, chicken bones. Have you ever heard chicken bone candy? I have heard of those. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a hard candy shell and like a soft, like it's almost like a marrowy center. And that's why they're called chicken bones, because like it's got the hard on the outside and then the kind of foamy on the inside. Mm-hmm. It's also really good. We need to do like a taste testing, like old candy episode. That would be cute. That'd be really, really yes. cute. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. OK, and I'll bring about all the Canadian chocolates. Like coffee crisp. I have a friend in Canada who sends me Canadian candy and oh my God, you guys have the best stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to take the last question? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, this one is from Joe. Uh, Joe pronouncing him asks, Dear Jazzy and Fawny, I really enjoy being submissive in the bedroom, but oftentimes my pride and ego keep me keep telling me things like, this isn't how guys are supposed to act. And I either don't act on all my desires or I feel guilty afterwards. Logically, I know this is all based on tox- toxic masculinity and Western society's outdated patriarchal de- definition of how men should behave. But in practice, it's something I struggle with. Do you have any advice on how I can basically get over myself and start letting my partners know what I like without feeling embarrassed or guilty? Well, uh, Joe pronouns he, him, who is joining us in the chat tonight. Hello, hello. I think, you know, it's good that you like recognize it and you have that inside and and it's like, you know it. So half the work is already done. You already know that it's based on Victorian era BS and gender standards and all that you know, toxic crap. And it's like, you already know it. So that's awesome. That's an awesome starting point, but actually implementing that and kind of like D like unworking all of like the coding and the socialization. That's the word I was looking for. Socialization that society has like put into you is really, really difficult. And, um, I remember going through that when I was transitioning. And then more recently when I was having 
a hard time deciding whether or not I wanted to cut my hair. And I was going back and forth for months on it. Just like, will this, will I pass less? Will does this make me less of a woman? And it's just like, no, of course not. Neither to either of those. And it's, you know, it's just those things that really makes you like sit and wonder like who put this in me and why does it affect me so much, even though I know it's not a thing. Um, so when it comes to really like expressing yourself and also kind of vocalizing what you like doing in the bedroom, uh, especially with being submissive, you know, I have noticed, um, that there are a lot of male identified people who do have problem, uh, problems vocalizing like, Hey, I want to be submissive just because of socialization and everything. And that's totally valid what you're going through. Um, I think a big thing is like really learning and becoming comfortable with being vulnerable and communicating with your partner and then just like unloading that on them because it's not like it's super weighty. It's just like you communicating, Hey, this is what I like. I want to try this. It's not like a super, that's not like a really big ask. And also that's not like an earth shattering revelation or anything. So it's not, it's not world ending. It's not super heavy, uh, but it can definitely, you know, take time to work, to work it up. Um, to be like, Hey, I'm submissive. I mean, it's just one more like word that you can add to words that define yourself. Like saying like, Hey, I'm trans or Hey, I'm pan. Hey, I'm a sub. It's just, obviously those are totally like apples and oranges comparisons, but you know what I mean? And like telling your partner, like, hey, I am adjective, no matter what the adjective may be or category it falls into, that can be, you know, that can require a lot of spoons and that's valid. So I definitely say like, allow yourself to ease through that process and really take time to let what you already know soak in deeper into the fabric of your soul and everything, because it is totally okay for uh, male identifying people to be submissive, um, not only in the bedroom, but like everywhere else. And thankfully, you know, our society is really starting to change and to accept that. And we see like the reaction to that being like extremely toxically masculine people coming out of the woodwork to like, quote unquote, save dying masculinity. And like Mm -hmm. all this, like, reactionary fear mongering and everything. But like, I think, you know, I think the biggest advice I can give is just, uh, put the focus like squarely on you and you alone and just allow yourself to just like kind of ruminate on all this and just kind of go through your own journey and don't let anyone kind of dictate that for you because that's how socialization happens in the first place. Uh, funny talking stick. Uh, yeah. So I just kind of had like one idea form here. And first off, I just want to be angry at, uh, media for kind of like showing that all the submissive men that they have in movies or TV shows or like anything else are like losers. And I hate that where it's like, oh yeah, he, he loves to be bossed around in the bedroom. He must be just like this windy little loser guy who's not going anywhere in life. Wow. Uh, how untrue, how untrue, like some of the coolest and most uh, sort of, whatchamacallit, accomplished people that I know are subs. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for talking to your partner about it, you can, you are allowed to recontextualize it for them and make them more comfortable with it because I know that media has kind of like made it hard to um, respect a submissive man right off the bat. Um, and you can say stuff like, I like my partner to be dominant. I like to be told what to do in the bedroom. I like to be, uh, tied up. I think it's sexy to be tied up or something like that. You don't have to be like focusing on yourself and saying, I like to be a sub. If you don't feel comfortable with saying, I like to be a sub, you can always just turn it around and say, I prefer my partner be the dominant party. Yeah, um, I absolutely want to uplift what you just said about like, there are so many accomplished uh, people out there in the world who are subs like and the first thing that comes to mind is Fat Mike from No Effects. No Effects being one of my favorite bands 
uh, ever, actually. Uh, for those not in the know, they're a hardcore punk band from the Bay Area who have been around literally for going on like four decades now. And their front man, uh, Fat Mike, is like a, has been in a 24-7 dynamic for most of his adult life and is like entirely engrossed in the lifestyle and is a very, very hard sub um, to the point like he's been collared since like forever. Uh, his mistress like routinely has him like uh, on stage, like either like in a dress or in all latex or in drag or whatever uh, she wants him to do. And it's to the point where, you know, he considers that to be a very, very big part of his sexual orientation identity and also his gender identity, because like that plays such a, his submissiveness plays such a huge role in his life. And he embraces it so much. And he goes out and like very intentionally, like cheap looking and very intentionally frilly looking stuff. And like, look at me, I'm the sub on stage. And like, that's him. And then he also has like very like sophisticated put together, like femme outfits that he, and he identifies as he, him and everything. And it's like a really, really beautiful story about like the intersection of like orientation and gender and like sexual identity when it comes to like your role in the bedroom and your role in like your sexual life and everything. And it, I think Fat Mike is just such a cool intersection of that and everything. And so if if y'all don't know about No Effects, definitely look it up. Half the footage you'll see is him in a t-shirt. Half the footage is him in a corset. It's really fucking cool. Um, and he, he, they actually just released a song talking about like how he feels. He feels very strongly identifying with the LGBTQIA plus community, but there isn't a letter for him. So a lot of the times he feels like he's like shut out. And it's like a very like like in-depth song where it talks about those very, very complex feelings. And then other songs that album he talks about like doing fuck tons of drugs and all that good punk rock stuff. But um prime example, extremely submissive guy, unbelievably like important in the punk movement, and just like is widely, widely, widely respected and looked up to as one of the greatest bases bassists in the world. Um, so that's just a very pointed, long-winded example and everything of like, yes, subs matter and anyone is allowed to be a sub. Mm. So yeah, I just, I just took up like 11 hours of the airwaves and want a talking stick. Well, that was fantastic. And now I've learned a new thing. I didn't know about Fat Mike at all. And now I'm looking at photos and he just seems super cool. He really, really is. Fat Mike is super cool. Let mm-hmm. me let me find a good picture to p- drop in the chat here. Let me just. Oh yeah, like... I suppose I could have done that too. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> no, you definitely see how it's like. Oh yeah, half of them here are um, t-shirts, and then the other half, you can see that uh, his his mistress has given them something fun to wear. Yeah. He actually has a whole line of gender-neutral, frilly, sexy underwear. Fun fact. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, super duper cool. And that's to say nothing about the rest of the band, because they're also very cool. Um, so, yeah, that is that is the tea. Hopefully that helps. I uh, uh, really hope that you can um, really find the words to articulate, like, how you want to interact with your partners in that way. Definitely keep us in the loop and everything. Um, I'm, wa- I'm watching you type right now. You're absolutely welcome. Thank you for submitting this awesome question to the show. We love answering big, weighty, heavy questions like this because it gives us so much content to talk about and everything. Um, excuse me. Uh, just, funny. Sorry, one more, one more point that I just thought about. Uh, yeah. Whenever you kind of talk to your partner about being the submissive party, sometimes they can kind of feel uh, like it's a daunting task to have to come up with the, all the ideas uh, because they're going to have to be the dominant party. Um, so saying, yeah, I, I like you to be dominant, but you don't have to come up with all the ideas. I actually have some things that I've been thinking about trying, like having things that they can roll around in their head to get them started definitely helps. 
Yeah, definitely being able to help brainstorm stuff like that can absolutely help, um, especially if your partner is a switch or another sub mm-hmm. and everything um, or a dom and everything. But absolutely having that collaborative talk about ideas is not only a good idea in general, but it can really help take that pressure off. Mm. Yeah. So that's all I got on that. Uh, Fani, are we ready to wrap up the show? Uh, yeah, go for it. Okay. Well, I'm actually going to let you start. Fani, how can people find you on the internet and how can they give you money? Uh, they can find me at uh, my Patreon. Yeah. Sorry, I have to always remember what I do because like... I don't, I don't know who I am half the time. It's, it's COVID season. Time <laughs> means nothing. Fair. Yeah. So they can find me on Patreon at Fauna ABDL. Uh, they can also find me at Twitter at Fauna ABDL. Those are my main two places where I post art um, and also take commissions through Twitter and have a couple of tiers on Patreon at multiple price points that they can, they can pay into um, to see art early or just like see other behind the scenes stuff. Um. And yeah, I, I just appreciate the attention. I like likes and comments, and I just really appreciate everyone who just interacts with me. Aww. It's awesome. Precious. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, any of the merch, which you can find at adultswithgod.com slash merch, um, or uh, also linked on our website, um, all of the uh all the merch items that come from another artist, if you buy them, half the proceeds go to that artist. And Fani has a bunch of pieces on the store, including a new one going up very soon. So that's another way that you can support her and the show at the same time. Uh, speaking of supporting the show, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, the best way to support the show, as always, is through our Patreon campaign. Uh, we are still going strong with that one $350 goal. If you know what it is, you know what it is. If you spend any time in the server, you probably know what it is already. Um, but by all means, uh, everyone has been killing it on Patreon lately. Thank you so, so much for all the support. Uh, and also thank you for downloading and listening. Even if you're not part of the Patreon, you really help us with the numbers and with the algorithm. So thank you so much for that. Um, like I said, merch is great. Uh, Camp Buddy is another great way to check out the show while also getting your rocks off to some awesome BL visual novel goodness. And last but not least, I've been Jasmine Starshine. You can find me uh, at Little Jazzy Baby on Twitter or all the rest of my links on at oddswithgod.com on my link tree. All Fonny's links are also available on at oddswithgod.com. And like she said, Fonny ABDL on Twitter. That's where you can find us most of the time. Uh, mm-hmm. Am I forgetting anything? I feel like I'm forgetting something. Uh, no, you got Camp Buddy. Uh, you got your Patreon. You got... Uh, your love for everyone. Um, did you remember potty training? Have you forgotten all of that? Wow. Wow. Rude. Wow, Fonny. Jesus. Uh, well, anyway, I guess I'm right. Last but not least, don't forget if you want to play World of Warcraft with us, definitely hit us up. We have we, we want to get a guild going to make that happen. Uh, completely glossing over Fonny's very rude comment. I have been... Oh, wait, no, I forgot to do the thing. Fuck. Uh, got me all messed up, girl. Uh, Dear Jesse is an AdultsWithGod.com production. Please visit us online at AdultsWithGod.com. Check out our Patreon, our merch, our Fonny, and everything else in relation to us. Fonny, any last-minute comments? Uh, yeah. Jazzy's great. I love her very much. Oh, Fonny's great. I love her very much. Ah, precious. <laughs> oh, my God. We will see you in the next episode. Bye. I guess Easter falls between Ostara and Beltane. So I really should have done just like an Ostara fit. That would have been really cute. Yeah. Which is literally just like naked in the woods covered in leaves (laughs) because pagan. Hell yeah. Hashtag druids. Yes.